Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad you could join us here today at 7 p.m. And um, our 7 p.m. little devotionals. Don't forget, tomorrow at 7 p.m. as well. Um, we're going to go ahead. What we normally do is uh, start out with prayer and uh, hear a word from the Lord here today. In Jesus' name, Lord, we love you. Thank you, God, for keeping us safe and watching over us. We love you, Jesus. We are receptive to you, Jesus. We want to hear from you, God, in this time of quiet and reflection. And I pray, Lord, let us be sensitive to what your voice is calling us to do, Jesus. We love you. Thank you for your sure mercies, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. So I have a, a pretty interesting lesson today. And uh, I want to talk about um, three different types of medicines here. Um, here is, uh, I'm sure you guys all have this, but it is Tylenol. And it is uh, extra strength for um, headaches. Um, so I'm sure everybody has a bottle um, in their medicine cabinet for whatever reason. You know, they might have a migraine or a headache. But have you really looked at to see some of the side effects of Tylenol? And of course, I went to their website and looked at the official side effects of Tylenol. And here it is. You ready for it? Nausea, stomach pain, loss of appetite, itchy, rash, a headache, dark urine, colored stools, jaundice, rash, itching, swelling, severe dizziness, or trouble breathing. So that's the laundry list of um, side effects from taking Tylenol. So that's just Tylenol, all right? So now there's another one. I'm looking here at ibuprofen. Also great pain reliever, inferior reliever. Uh, once you get over 20, this becomes a good friend of yours. Um, as you have aches and all kinds of places. So just a good thing to have. Um, and of course, I went to their official website and here are some of the side effects for ibuprofen. Abdominal pain, belching, bloating, cloudy urine, a decreased amount of urine, a decrease in urine output, or my, of course, my all-time favorite, diarrhea, difficulty having a bowel movement, Excess air or gas in your stomach, full feeling, heartburn, indigestion, itchy skin, pain, discomfort in the chest, pale skin, passing gas, overtly, nausea, noisy, rattly breathing, rash with flat lesions or small raised lesions, shortness of breath, swelling of the face. The fingers, the feet, the legs, the ankles, trouble breathing at rest, trouble breathing with exertion, unusual bleeding, unusual tiredness, vomiting, waking. Just a simple list of side effects for this very, very common medicine that we have. And here's the third one. This is the third one. And um, I'm sure you're all familiar with this one is... Uh, Pepto-Bismol, uh, very, very uh, popular uh, stomach medicine there, just in case if you have uh, indigestion and um, 
diarrhea, constipation, anything like that. And here is some of their side effects. And of course, this is from their official website. Um, anxiety. Any loss of hearing. So you could lose your hearing. Confusion. Where am I? Constipation. You're taking this to prevent constipation. It could cause constipation. Diarrhea. You're taking this to prevent diarrhea, but it could cause you to have a diarrhea. Difficulty in speaking. Dizziness or lightheadedness. Drowsiness. You're falling asleep. Fast or deep breathing. A headache. Increased sweating. Increased thirst. Mental depression. Muscle spasms. Muscle weakness, nausea, or vomiting, ringing in the ears, stomach pain, trembling, uncontrollable movements of the hands, flapping your hands, so this right here, or other parts of your body, and vision problems. That's a pretty full list um, of side effects from these very three common uh, medicines we all have in our medicine cabinets, in our homes. Um, what's, what are you trying to get here, sir? Um, well, I am trying to get to the point of these unintended consequences of this medicine. And living our lives for God um, and there is there are certain things we have to be aware of and it's funny because I'm here I read Romans um, chapter 5 and verse 1 and Romans here of course is a letter that Paul has written to the Romans as some of you are familiar with uh, it's probably one of his most eloquent um, letters he has written um, and here we read therefore and I'm reading the net version Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have also obtained access into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of God's glory. Sounds powerful, doesn't it? God's glory. Verse 3. It's with me, right? Verse 3. Not only this, but we also rejoice, rejoice in suffering. What? Knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Suffering. No one ever comes to you and says, man, I'm so excited today. I've just been suffering all day long. I know something good's going to happen. <laughs> that is not the intended consequence. All right, that is an unintended consequence. You're, you're not thinking that when you suffer, that it's a good thing, that you should be joyful. It's funny, you read Acts, and here are the disciples after they've um, gotten the Holy Ghost and full of power, and they're preaching Jesus in the streets. And, of course, the, 
the, the Pharisees are telling him not to do that, to deny this Jesus. And here they go. And then, of course, what happens is they get beat up. Here they're limping. And they're so joyful that they got to suffer for his name's sake. No one says suffering is a joyful thing. Oh, man, I can't wait to suffer. But here is Jesus. And Paul is writing to us. And he talks about suffering, that it produces endurance, patience. And what does that lead to? See, these are some of the consequences of this suffering that we all endure. And who knows? This suffering that we all have to endure will produce us hope. Hope in the soon coming king. Lil um, spoke about, um, about the end times, eschatology, that's a fancy word you can use for that, about the coming king and how about the first trumpet. If this is the first trumpet, are you really ready? Well, this suffering produces hope that there is going to be a soon coming king. That God is coming back for his church. So it allows us to see things from his perspective. Yes, suffering is good because it creates endurance in me, creates patience in me. And it also leads to character. Being a mature Christian. That's how you can tell the difference between a mature Christian and one who is still drinking milk. The Christian who's still drinking milk, everything is a problem. This is terrible. Suffering is terrible. Not that you can't, not that you can't complain, but it's terrible. It shuts them down. It paralyzes them. But a mature Christian looks at suffering. This is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. God is using this to produce character in me. And make me a better Christian. And also to look forward to the hope. That one day I will not have to suffer anymore. That I will be with him. And I will be taken care of. I will have no pain. I will have no suffering. There will be no sorrow. Because I am in heaven. I had a conversation with my five-year-old daughter. And she told me she's not ready to die. And I said, yes, I know. No one wants to die. But if you're with Jesus, you have eternal life. And that's what we look for. This unintended consequence of suffering is that it produces endurance, patience, and character in our lives. I don't like to suffer. I hate suffering. I am a man of convenience. I like convenience. That's why I have this medicine. I don't want to wait three weeks to get better. I want to get better now. But suffering produces patience. It creates endurance. And also, ultimately, it leads to hope.
hope. I will be with him. That's what makes heaven heaven. It's not the clouds. It's not, I'm um, sure there's a great deal of people that we're going to expect him to see there. But what makes heaven is, is we're going to be with Jesus. And there will be no more suffering. And that's my word today. We are going to suffer. It's in the word. We are going to feel pain. But let's progress forward. Let's allow suffering to do its work, which is to produce patience and endurance in one another. That it brings us back to and realign our perspective to what is the most important, and it is Jesus in the center of our lives. The hope that one day, soon, I can only hope, that we will be with the King. Jesus, Lord, I don't like to suffer. But I know, Jesus, in your word, you've said these unintended consequences of patience and endurance and ultimately leading to hope. God, that, that that's what suffering brings. And I know, Lord, we're living in a time where there is a great deal of suffering where there is a great deal of hurt, I pray, God, that you'd be with, one, one, with each of us. Help us, Lord, that we would be able to focus on you, Jesus, in this great time of suffering. That help us, Lord, to become mature Christians. I pray, Lord, we put the milk aside, Jesus, and, Lord, we dig deep into what is happening. I pray, God, you are preparing your church. You're preparing, God, your disciples, Jesus, I pray, God, that I can be just like the disciples, Lord, in Acts, that when I get beat up and beat up to a bloody pulp, Lord God, and here I am crawling myself back out, Jesus, that I'm joyous, God. I'm happy, God, that I got to suffer for your namesake. I pray, Jesus, help us to realign, God, our perspectives and help us, God, to look up to you and look up, Jesus, to what you're doing. In your precious name we pray. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. So glad you got to join us here uh, tonight. Please um, share the videos. Um, be with us tomorrow at 7 p.m. again. And looking forward to uh, worshiping with you guys online. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.